Right, Unless so, you want to try to give Brandon. Uh, I don't. He said he'll text me because he's not 100 percent sure. So I, I was thinking, I mean, it's, it'll be in 10 minutes. So I mean, we can still start, and I don't care if he joins mid. Yeah. Like it's different if you tell me ahead of time <clears throat> you might join late rather than just randomly joining. That aggravates me if you randomly join. Mm-hmm. But if you tell me ahead of time, I, I'm completely fine with it. No, I mean, this will just we all we all know everyone has lives. Yeah. So that's why I always tell people, I'm cool if you want to show up late, just tell me. I don't want to be like, we have something planned out, and then you join in, then it throws everything off, and I gotta, I gotta mm-hmm. work around it. But yeah, so, um, I'll try to save my story for Brandon. If he texts me and he says he can't make it, I'll just tell the story, then they can hear it when they watch it. <laughs> but it, it was not really like a, anything crazy, it's just I, I found it funny. Just because it's something I usually don't do. So I thought it was funny. But, uh... I got a little mild story of what happened to me this week. So I've been out of work for the past couple of days, right? Yep. I fell through stairs. Fell through stairs? Yep. They use half-inch plywood, which is very thin as a stair tread. And then it's been there for like six months, so all the humidity has become like paper. I go take take a step down the stair, my foot goes straight through. Freaking roll my ankle bad. Yeah, yeah. I was very happy. I didn't even know that. I'd never heard that one before. I fell through stairs. That's a new one. Yeah, not, not down the stairs. No, no, no. I fell through the stairs. Yeah, it's a new one for me. I'm used to hearing fall down or fall up the stairs. Not used to hearing I fell through the stairs. Well, that's a good story to kick off the podcast. We'll kick it off with that story. You falling through the stairs. <laughs> Definitely made me feel real fat. Oh, yeah, I'll do that to you. <laughs> Except uh, apparently everyone knew about it already because they're like, very flimsy and they all knew like step in the center. I, it was my first day on that job. I just go there, walk right down the stairs. Boom, gone. Nice. <laughs> so I'm like, thanks for the... Thanks for the heads up, assholes. Yeah, no, usually they'd say something. Or they should have something, like a sign somewhere just saying something about it. Not just leaving you blind. But, this is what it is. Got a couple days off to work. Oh, shit happens. Yeah, it definitely sucks. (laughs) It's not fun at all. No, no, I actually went to the hospital yesterday to uh, get an x-ray to be safe. That way I could cover my ass, if you know. Right, if it was yeah. actual broken, I'd have to go through the workman's comp and bullshit. But the doctor's just like, it's just a bad sprain. I'm like, all right, can I still work? Will I hurt it more if I work? He's like, well, you could fall off a ladder. When he told me that, I laughed because the day before I still worked, mm-hmm. even after I hurt my ankle. And I fell off the ladder. <laughs> so he told oh, me that. I'm like, I already did that. Don't worry, bud. Jeez. Fucking guy falling through stairs and off ladders. <laughs> oh, yeah, we enjoy it. Yeah, sounds like a good time, man. I didn't know you were a professional wrestler jumping off ladders. Oh, I wish I was that, uh, was that skilled at it. <laughs> Did a front flip. This swanton bomb like Jeff Hardy. 
Just jumped right off. Speaking, <sighs> speaking of wrestling, I'm excited for uh, SmackDown tomorrow because the first live event that they've done since the whole pandemic, and I can't fucking wait to see the fans really, again. This is the first live one they've done? Well, I should say first one with a, a crowd was, besides WrestleMania. I was going to say, I mean, I feel like they would have already done it right now because sports have had fans for you know they, a while now. They did a uh, WrestleMania had 20,000. And they did vaccinated only. Mm-hmm. And um, that was in Tampa, where the Super Bowl was. And then, um, yeah, then they announced for SmackDown. It's in Houston. They'll have fans for the first time. It's sold out, obviously. That's sold out that quick. And then on Sunday, they got a pay-per-view that's sold out already, too. So they're still having fans again. So I, I can't wait. Can't wait to watch. See, I, I couldn't watch wrestling without fans because it's not the same. I mean, like, you know they have like fake noise and stuff like that. No sport was the same without the uh, without the fans. No, like, I watching WrestleMania was awesome because there's fans there. Everything was exactly how I remember it being. And watching it with the pumped-in crowd noise is not the same because it's not the reaction you would always get. They pumped in the reaction they wanted, not the ones that you expect from fans. It was always random bullshit. Mm-hmm. And, like, Friday, Alyssa and I and Jocelyn's actually coming over to help us. We're prepping all the food and stuff for the party. I told them, I said, when it comes to 8 o'clock, SmackDown's going on TV, and I'm going to be doing both, watching and working. <laughs> six. I want to fucking see it. I got to see it. I honestly couldn't watch any of it. During the pandemic, it was not fun. I couldn't do it. No, yeah, even some sports was just like, I'm a big hockey guy. Without, they did they did as best of a job as they could. Yeah, but it wasn't the same. No, it wasn't. Like a, a sport like wrestling too. Like they did their promos and stuff, and it's not the same. There's no people there. Oh, they also like especially wrestling. They you rely on the fans because it's. Strictly a fan base entertainment. Yeah, it's without the fans. I'm surprised wrestling did okay. Like I wouldn't say it was great. They had some cool stories, but it would definitely would have been cooler if they had fans. It, it oh, wasn't yeah. wasn't what I remembered. Like the first like three or four months of wrestling, it was literally no fans. It was just wrestlers would walk out, fight. You'd hear them trash talk, which was funny because you could actually hear it for once. And besides that, that was it. They'd win, the bell rings, and you hear the music, and it's dead silent. I'm like, this is stupid. <laughs> this sucks. They had some of the best championship reigns when they had no fans, and it aggravates me. Cricket, 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 ding, yeah. ding, ding, and we have them. Yeah, so okay. fucking pissed. Like, they had a guy, he wrestled... Like in 2011 and 12, uh, Drew McIntyre was wrestling. He was originally their like future star, like quote unquote future star. Mm-hmm. Did awful, sucked, left, got jacked. Wrestled in other companies, won a lot, came back and beat Brock Lesnar to be champ. And they had no fans during that, and it was awful. <laughs> I was like, you give this guy his first championship. He had it like the whole pandemic. And, like, he just lost it, like, 
he lost it at this past WrestleMania when they finally had fans. I'm like, figures, you have mm-hmm. to lose it when we have fans, but he wins it without fans. He's like, come on. I'm like, fucking do it right. He's like, fix it. Fix the problem here. Like, one of the best matches they had was like the month after everything officially got locked down. They had Randy Orton versus Edge. And, like, this fucking ridiculous match. Like, they fought everywhere. They went in the parking lot, backstage. They went through the offices. Like, they were breaking through everything. It was awesome. I'm like, why can't they do that when they got fans? They do it now. And they, they can't do it after. Right. Like, save that shit for afterwards. Save the good stuff later. Do boring stuff now. Yeah, I mean... I... I, I just say in the end, at least all this stuff's over with, you know? Yeah. Yeah, it's going to be good watching sports again with real fan noise, not pumped-in fan noise. I can't wait. Yeah, because, I mean, hell, we're even looking at tickets to go to uh, Patriots games just because we you know, finally can. Yeah. Yeah, Alyssa and I are looking at doing a preseason game this year. Yeah, my mom already bought tickets for like her and my dad, so she showed us the game. Like, hey, if you guys want to buy tickets for a game, we're going this day. I'm like, okay. Look at the prices originally; it was like three hundred something bucks a person. I'm like, <laughs> no, it's dropped down to like hundred twenty right now. So I'm like, okay, maybe we can do that. Yeah, we're thinking preseason just because uh, there's only one regular season game I want to go to. You probably know which one I'm talking about. I'm it's not impossible. Paying. You're, I'm you're, not paying. You never. You know, it's like the cheapest ticket I think was like seventeen hundred bucks. Oh, I know. It's like a Super Bowl, dude. It's re- to see Brady it. return to it's to New insane. England. I'd love to go to that game. It's the one game I want to go to this year. I actually, my father and I took the Monday off after work because we're gonna have like a good time. We're gonna do like tailgating food and stuff. We're gonna have a good time that night. And I was like, dude, I'm not fucking going to work the next day. I'm like, I'm going to party, have a good time, finally have fans at a game. I want to watch a good fucking game and not have to get up at 4 in the morning for work. <laughs> so I'm going to take the I don't even remember. <laughs> I don't even remember what, uh, what week it is. Like week 5 or 6. It's at a good time because Tampa should have their gears going. And Brady, we all know how he is after the first few weeks. He starts being unstoppable like week 4, week 5. Mm-hmm. And the Pats usually have gears going well. And I think our team looks pretty good this year, so I think it should be a good game. But I hope the hey, Bucks hear, I hope the Bucks win. <laughs> you hear Richard Sherman? Oh yeah, he got arrested. <laughs> he got arrested for domestic violence and then he's uh getting more charges put against him for different things too. Oh boy. He was a lockdown corner, now he's a corner that's locked down. <laughs> I mean, yeah. <laughs> I was looking forward to it, too, because he was trying to get signed by Seattle again. Mm-hmm. And it was going to happen. The jackass had to do something to ruin it. So there was no Seattle reunion there. I mean, he might have sucked, but it would have been cool to see a Sherman and Seahawk reunion. Especially yeah, it would have been nice. Imagine but... the fan base, how loud they would be that first game with him back. God damn, it would go nuts. Oh, that place is loud as fuck as it is. Oh, man. But yeah, it's gonna be a 
It'll be interesting again, having fans at all the sporting events. It'll be fun. What else? What else? There's another football-related news I heard something recently. Oh, dude, I just saw something about Brady's injury. Hold on. Like, I gotta pull it up. Oh, wait. Brady injured? What? Hmm? Hmm? Oh, shit. Who the hell posted it? I think it was Ian Rappaport. Oh, yeah, here it is. The QB that... The QB. The injury that QB Tom Brady had was more serious than uh, they all acted like. It was a fully torn MCL. Christ. Yeah, he, he got surgery after the uh, the game, after the Super Bowl. I, I remember uh, when I told him still the pain that that came along with playing through that bullshit. Hell no. Nah. Yeah, I was fortunate enough I only sprained mine, but then my uh, my doctor told me that it doesn't fully heal if it's sprained, so I, I have to deal with it forever. Yeah, and the the nice thing about it is the. Um, MCLs can heal naturally. You don't necessarily need surgery to heal an MCL. No. But still sucks that I would have rather torn it instead because you said the sprain doesn't fully heal. It heals like 80%. That's as far as it goes. Yeah, that sucks. Yeah, so I'm stuck with the knee pain forever unless I decide to tear it somehow. <laughs> or you get knee surgery. Yeah, I'm not doing that either. <laughs> I'm not doing that unless not I tear you, something. Or or until you're older. <laughs> yeah, or until I'm older. I'd rather just walk with a cane. I can get a cool pimp cane or something. Oh, shut up. <laughs> I'll pimp slap you with no cane. I hope so. And the only reason would be, would be because you got a pimp cane. Yep. <laughs> Works for me. Besides that, uh, I don't really see any other football things on here. Greg Hardy fought in the MMA match. Uh, didn't he get his ass beat, or did he oh, yeah. his ass? I forget. No, he got his ass beat. Oh, uh, yeah. Well, yeah, it's what happens when you used to beat a woman. Exactly, right? <laughs> you fight a real man, you get your ass fucking whooped. Uh, I was honestly surprised by that Richard Sherman thing, though. I always thought he was like a... Uh, you know, respectful, upstanding player. Yeah, me too. I, I thought he was I never just... picture. I would never picture him with a domestic violence charge against him. No, me neither. I just knew he ran his mouth a lot in the field, but that's fine. That's the part of the game. But I thought outside, because he always did all this good stuff, like he fucking did charity work and stuff. So I figured he was a, a cool guy outside of the sport. I would like to see the full story because it very well could be a stupid thing where it's just like. He was drunk and like slapped a girl, and that's it. Yeah. Like, is it right? Is it right? No. But it's not as harsh as like a domestic violence charge that you think of with NFL players. Oh yeah, yeah. Just ask Ray Rice. <laughs> I call that fucking clown. Try to have a career after still. Was looking to get signed like the year after. Like, dude, no one fucking wants you on a team. <laughs> you weren't even that great to start with. You just made it easier for people not to want to sign you. But the Ravens. 
Oh, don't fucking start. I don't want to hear it. <laughs> the best team in is Alex Street. Oh my god. Alright. When the fuck did Souza get in the damn call? Alright. I don't fucking want to hear that. <laughs> Stupid ass remarks. The stupidest uh. shit I've ever heard. You thought they were so damn great because they won that one Super Bowl that one time because Ray Lewis and that was right during, so they rigged it. And that was right during the Ray Race era, I think. Yeah. It was right before or right... I think it was right before. No, Ray Rice was on the team then. He was? Yeah. They had Ray Rice. They had Justin Forsett. They had Jacoby Jones as a receiver. That was their top mm. receiver, and he wasn't really a receiver. He was a, a kick. He was like Devin Hester. He was a kick returner. That was it. Yeah. You told him to run a route. If it wasn't a post or a streak, he didn't know what it was. Run me a Z route. He Is that the one I go to the end zone or I go to the flagpole? Yeah, and you uh, have no, no. Fucking clue what he's doing. If you told him you're doing a crossing route, he'll be like, what does that mean? Am I crossing my feet? Crisscross. Bam, bam. Like, I mean, he has one record that probably won't get broken ever. He has the only player to return a kickoff for a touchdown and receive a touchdown in a Super Bowl. I can't see anybody else doing that anytime soon. No, in the Super Bowl, no. I was going to say, if it's like a normal thing, uh, yeah. No, I'm surprised Devin game, I... I was like, I'm surprised Devin Hester doesn't have like five of those. No, he probably had, but in the Super Bowl, I don't think anyone else will top it. Cause it's rare to have a good kick returner in the Super Bowl now. It's not... Not even a lot like that. This generation of football fans will never know how dangerous it was to kick to Devin Hester. No team oh wanted to. You had to either kick it out of the end zone or kick it out of bounds. Your only options if you were playing that team, the Bears, or whatever other team he was on. He was on the Falcons, I think, he, at one point, too. Yeah, he, he was on the Bears, the Falcons. There was one more team he played for. for there was one bit. in between. One in between the Falcons and Bears. If it was, it was like a short time because – he played his early career on the Bears, and then he played, like, probably four or five seasons on the Falcons. That's where he broke the record, was on the Falcons. Yeah, he retired on the Falcons. I think. Didn't he? I don't think so, actually. Oh, so Seattle. That's where he retired. That's the other team. It was after. After Atlanta, short-lived in Seattle, it looks like. Mm-hmm. But still, the kid was impressive, man. It was just impossible to tackle. Yeah, he was Bears two years with Falcons, one year with Seattle. And that was it. <laughs> the kid was so strong and so fast, you probably won't get a return man like that ever again. Now, he was a rare breed. No, because return men now are just like small little shifty guys that... <laughs> yeah, they... it's either Julian Edelman or Amendola size. That's all you got for return men now. Yeah. You don't, you get... they... He was, he was they... big. He was a big dude for that position. And they get, the return guy gives you 15 yards, and that's a freaking great return. Yeah, him, 15 yards, that, that was a weak return for him. He right? averaged like 50 fucking yards of return, dude. Kid was insane. I still remember watching. I think it was back when he was in Florida. He received a ball, did like a complete, like ran backwards thirty yards in a huge loop, and just returned it for a oh, touchdown. Yeah. It's like, 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 <laughs> like playing Madden Six. Like playing the yeah, older man, just, just run like, backwards. 
and seriously, you're just like, what, what, how, why, who, what, why, why? It, it was awesome to watch someone like him play. We'll never get that again, but it was great. It's like seeing someone like Calvin Johnson. You don't mm-hmm. get a receiver that built anymore. The only person built-wise that's close, I think, is DK Metcalf, strength-wise at least. That kid uh, is uh, one. No, Devin, Devin Hester wasn't that strong. No, I'm talking, about, Cal- was... I'm talking about Calvin compared oh, to uh, I didn't DK. Say Calvin. Yeah. Uh, uh, I'm talking about, like, you won't get a build like Calvin ever again. He was huge and tall. Like, he was jacked and tall. There wasn't a lot of those. But strength-wise, DK is fucking tough. Oh, yeah, DK is a big boy. It's like if you put Derrick Henry's trucking stats with, like, Randy Moss receiving stats. It's what he is. People can barely tackle him, and this dude out jumps like everybody. Yeah, um, I mean, it's, yeah, that dude's just kind of <laughs> insane. He's going to be my... a, a, a big receiver for years to come as long as this, he keeps his head because that was the biggest thing. People were just like, all right, we don't know if this guy's going to go insane. Yeah, I hope he doesn't because I like, I like how he plays. I mean, you don't have guys that play that like that hard-nosed, big, big man football anymore. No, he, he's old school. He plays like how they used to in like the 80s. He doesn't mind getting hit. He doesn't mind hitting. I mean, it's that's how they used to be. Everyone now is afraid to get hit. I just know now that my dirty birds are just down in the brink now that they traded Julio for absolute dirt. Oh, I know, dude. That was a st- that was like trade raping in Madden, like a Madden fifteen when tra- oh the trade God. like the worst player for their best player at work all the time. That's like what that was. Because like, how do you give? give- Give up Julio for a second round pick. No, I don't, I don't even. I don't, it no, wasn't it was even that. It was, like a, it was like a third or a fourth. <laughs> it was like it was like a fourth and a sixth or something like that. Something so stupid. It was a slap to the face draft. Uh, draft. Uh, yeah, draft pick. I'm gonna look it up now because it was absolute bullshit what they traded for. I think it was like a second and a sixth or something. But the fact that they didn't get it first was just asinine. The Titans sent a second-round pick and a fourth-round pick. A second-round pick for this year, a fourth-round pick for next year for Julio. Yeah, they don't get a freaking first-round pick for, if not the best, a top-three receiver in the NFL. That was, like, the worst trade I've ever seen. That was absolutely awful. And the worst part about it is any other team that was going after him and they couldn't afford that come on or they couldn't one up that New England offered a first I don't know if, if they offered a first they would have gone with it I thought I heard New England offered a first because there's absolutely no there's no it's not with someone there was none of that so at that point you just go to the best offer I'm looking I won't say what their offer was but they said they opted out they say Belichick might trade for Odell I don't want Odell he's a diva I don't want that that's been 
That's been rumored for years. Since Odell was on the Giants, that's been rumored. We traded for Julio. That would have been awesome, but... The only reason why I won him is because he said he wanted to play with Cam. If he didn't say he wanted to play with Cam Newton, I wasn't a kid. Whoever wants to play with Cam right now is just a liar. Pretty much. I'm sorry. They have to know that Cam Newton can't throw the ball anymore. I mean, like, some people don't get why Belichick's starting Cam still. I do, because you can't throw a poor rookie right out to the Wolves. Hey, you got to let the kid learn. Don't throw him out there like that. Let Cam suck for a bit. And if he does really bad, then throw Mac in and let him figure it out from there. Don't fucking just throw him right to the Wolves right off the bat. Gastidi out there. Oh, he's fucking terrible. I don't know. What's his name? Hunter Henry loves him. Dude, he's fucking awful, man. Who wants a guy that comes out his first play while the team is winning by a landslide, first throws a pick six? You don't want that. I don't want that as my starting quarterback. That is awful. Shit happens. Fucking smashing the Jets. They didn't score a touchdown the whole game. Stidham comes out, throws a pick six. Like, bro, don't you get what a blowout is? What are you throwing the ball for? Let's just say this. Unless Cam can magically throw again, I'd rather have Hoyer starting than him. <laughs> I'd rather ask Edelman to come out of retirement and play quarterback instead. <laughs> <laughs> I feel like I'll be a lot more confident with Edelman back there than anybody else. Hoyer knows the system, but we saw against Kansas City what he can't do, which is nothing. He can't do anything. <laughs> that was a nightmare. Only thing that helped with the KC game was our defense. That was it. The rest, the offense was awful. Yeah. No. no, no. I mean, when you don't know what th what down it is, it's not a good show. Well, to be fair, Brady messed that up too this past season, but he won a Super Bowl still. <laughs> yeah, Brady has dementia. He's getting uh, up there in his years. I like when that happened, everyone's like, see, he's done. He doesn't remember what down it is. And the guy goes on the road the whole playoffs, beats every top quarterback. Everyone said that he has to beat in the NFC and beats the Chiefs in the Super Bowl. And they still won't give him and credit then, for it. No, nope, and then it's just, oh, have you seen his team? Yeah, now, now it's like his team stacked. Uh, oh, shut up. <laughs> Half of those players, you didn't even know until he made them who they are. Like that little white guy they have, his new Edelman, I guess, whatever his name is. <laughs> I never heard of him. <laughs> never heard of that kid. I mean, Mike Evans, we all know. We all know he's a great receiver out there, but he just never had a quarterback. Now he does. Same with Chris Godwin. Yeah, same with Godwin, yep. Yeah, all right, so you knew two receivers, and that was it. I knew it was tight end. What, you talking about Gronk when he came out of retirement, or the one before that? No, the other guys, uh, Cameron Bray and, um, um, his name starts with an O, if I can't think of what it is right now. Oh, O.J. Howard. Yeah. I knew O.J., actually, I, I didn't know Bray, I didn't know him. Yeah, I didn't know those tight ends, um. I knew OJ, but I knew he wasn't phenomenal. I knew he was 
he had potential is all I knew and yeah. Brady always shows your potential because he gives you a chance that and I think OJ Howard had some off field issues too uh, he might have I'm not really sure uh, you know Leonard Fournette yeah, but he wasn't the same Fournette that you think of when he played. He wasn't terrible, but he wasn't the same. I knew their other running back beforehand. Who was the other running back again? I forget. Um, Peyton Barber. No, Peyton Barber was the one that left. That one was... Uh, why can't I think of the names? That's with an R. Oh my god, I'm drawing a blank. His name starts with an R. Can't think of it right now. You must be really good. He actually was. <laughs> I'm just busting your ball. Like he, he actually like ran through. Like he's gonna be a good back. No, I know. He got a like a ninety eight uh yeah touchdown that yeah. I know. I don't know his name either, but I remember hearing about that touchdown. They talked about it for a long time. Um Oh my god, I can't think of this. Jones? Ronnie Jones, Vicky Jones. Oh my God! Looking this sure, up. I'm just gonna look up their roster. I'm just gonna tell you. Hey, I don't even know what to tell my head. Ronnie Jones. <laughs> I forgot they have Antonio Brown still. Oh yeah, I forgot about that too. Oh yeah, Scotty. Uh, Scotty Miller is the guy I was talking about. I never mm-hmm. heard of that dude in my life. Until Brady goes in, he makes him his new slot receiver. Hey, I forgot they picked up a uh, Giovanni Bernard too. That's not a bad pickup. Mm-hmm. Oh, they picked up the goat Blaine Gabbert. Just he goes down, you know. Yeah, and then they have Ryan Griffin and they have Kyle Trask, who they drafted. They got a whole lineup in case Brady goes down. So in other words, they got three guys that just keep the bench warm for them. John, well, it's good they actually drafted someone and potentially have that guy learn under him and do what the, the patch should have done. Yeah, I think that's better than having Blaine Gabbert or this guy Ryan Griffin <laughs> as a backup. Blaine Gabbert won't learn shit. He's a moron. I don't know nothing about Ryan Griffin, so I'm not going to make fun of him. Blaine Gabbert, just a old vet. He's trash. <laughs> what do you mean? He used to play for the Jaguars. Ugh, dude. Yeah, during the <laughs> worst period ever. <laughs> oh, God. He used to be the starting QB for the Jags. Yeah, when they won three games a year. <laughs> better than winning, winning none. Uh, that's what the Browns do, though. No, it's what the Lions did. Oh, yeah, the Browns actually won. They won one game that, yeah. They mm-hmm. almost did. They almost did it. The Lions are the ones that went Wait, winless. Uh, uh, hold on. There's more than one. Hold on. Oh, there's more than one. I'm just saying the recent past, I'm pretty sure it was just the Lions. 2017 Cleveland Browns, 0 and 16. Huh. 
Was that the Johnny Manziel year? 17. Was it? I thought that was 16. I don't remember. I'm going to look up their roster and I'll tell you. Uh, no, that was the year of Brock Osweiler, Cody Kessler, when they kept switching quarterbacks. Josh McCown. Mm-hmm. <laughs> oh, shit. Man, that RG3, too. Yeah, that was the year they went through, like, eight quarterbacks. <laughs> oh, my. Dijon Kaiser. Jesus Christ. I forgot about half of these quarterbacks until I read this damn thing. Jesus. Yeah, I'm pretty sure the Browns have had more quarterbacks in the past, like, 15 years than any team ever. Yeah, they had, like, fucking 100. <laughs> That's a good Google search. How many quarterbacks have the Cleveland Browns gone through? All right, let's see. 57 since 1950. What the fuck? That's terrible. And since 1999, they had 30. Dude, that is so bad. Ugh. <laughs> that's, that's, Let's see. The worst thing I, that's the worst thing I've ever heard. <laughs> I mean, they have high promise. The team looks pretty good. They did awesome last year. I'll give them credit. I always make fun of them, but they did good last year. I like that they beat Pittsburgh in Pittsburgh after they talked all that shit. <laughs> that was funny. Yeah. There's been 28 starter quarterbacks in Patriots history. That's better than what they fucking went through. <laughs> so, Cleveland had 57 since 1950. They practically doubled what the Pats have gone through. Mm-hmm. Oof. They have more in the past 22 years than <laughs> the, Pats, the Pats have in their whole history yeah I know <laughs> yeah because in the 22 years if you count you know last year and this year we've had two quarterbacks unless you want to count the Brady suspended and put Brissett and Garoppolo in there and say four we had four since 2000 well five because Bledsoe played in 2000 but still <laughs> that, that's ridiculous no, no more you've had Bletchel, Brady, Castle, Castle yes, Garoppolo, yes. Garoppolo, and potentially, and then Hoyer. If you're going to play the game with Brissett, you got to play the game with Camus House or Hoyer. So seven, still. That's a lot better than what Cleveland did. And that's doing injuries and everything, not just... Yeah. That's not just straight up sucking, that's injuries. <laughs> There's a list of top ten fucking Cleveland Browns quarterbacks of all time. I didn't even know that list could exist. Because <laughs> to me, we all know that Otto Graham was probably the best one ever. 
Baker Ooh. Mayfield's ranked eight? No. The best one ever, hands down, is Money Man's Up. Oh, no. Don't even get me started. <laughs> I haven't even heard of half of these people. I didn't even know they existed. Yeah, number one's Otto Graham, of course. No, number one's Money Man's Up. No. <laughs> and if it's not, then that list is wrong. Oh, it's right. Oh, 20 most disappointing Browns quarterbacks of all time. Oh, this is going to be a fun list. No. <laughs> Number one, Johnny Manziel. <laughs> Let's see. We got... What number is this? Oh, I missed one. Hold on. Who started it? Oh, Colt McCoy. Yeah, he was bad. <laughs> yeah. High hopes, but he sucked. Uh, Ken Dorsey. Never heard of him. Makes sense. What the fuck are you? Trent Dilfer. Yeah, you're awful. Isn't he an announcer now? I think so. Ty Detmer? Detmer? You got me beyond that one. Yeah, I don't know who that is. <laughs> he went 7 and 4. His first few times starting, and then after that, he went 2-1-5. That makes sense. Completed 50% of his passes. That is awful. Yeah, oh, that's man. a wolf. <laughs> Austin Davis. He was back up on the Rams at first. He had two real good games at first, and then he sucked after, from what I've read. <laughs> Luke McCown. Yeah, no shit. The last name just tells you alone why he sucked. Doug Peterson. Oh, boy. Jason Campbell. Wait, Doug Peterson was a quarterback? Like, Doug Peterson is in... Yeah, Philly's, uh, Philly Eagles coach. I feel like he was too small to be a quarterback. Oh, man, they threw my boy Seneca Wallace on the list. Come on. <laughs> Don't make fun of him. Leave him alone. <laughs> Cody Kessler. Oh, yeah, no, no one wants to remember that. I'll skip right over that one. RG3. Oh, come on. Don't do him like that. He wasn't uh, that bad. I mean... Shush. <laughs> Jake DeLome. Yeah, yeah, no shit. They got him at the end of his career. <laughs> of yeah, because he, he, he was uh, mainly... Yeah, Panthers. He, he brought the Panthers to the Super Bowl. Was that him or no? Yeah. Yeah, that was him. I had a thing yeah, I thought so. That's him. Jeff Garcia. Oh, jeez. No one wants to fucking talk about him. I don't even want to. I'm just skip right over him. Deshaun Kaiser. Yeah, no shit. God oh, damn, he's terrible. He yes. still plays. Yeah, and he still sucks. <laughs> Vinny Testaverde. He was just on the list for top 10 best and has on the top 20 most disappointed. Make him be mine. Which one was he? Was he great or is he a disappointment? Or was is he, he a, a coach or an announcer? I, I want to say he's an announcer now. Because I, I know that that name, too. Well, you should. He was a Patriot, too. Oh, uh, that's why I know it. 
He's a Patriot, a Jet, apparently a Brown. I didn't know that. I'm like, I shouldn't know any Browns guys, like older Browns guys, because honestly, I never cared about them until Monday Night Zell. He was definitely a Jet. I'm not sure about the Patriot one, but I know he was a Jet for sure. Oh, Brandon Whedon. Remember that fucking guy? The 85-year-old man that got drafted? Mm-hmm. That's <laughs> stupid. Such a waste of a draft pick. What about, remember Brady Quinn? Oh, what a letdown he was. I loved him in Notre Dame. Oh, speaking of Brady Quinn, he's number two on the list. <laughs> <laughs> uh, dude, I was so Is number one man? Wait, who is number one? I didn't get there yet. Money Manziel. <laughs> Money man's up. Money man's up. <laughs> it is. <laughs> oh, shit. Of course he is. Uh, he was it's... going to quote unquote wreck the league, but yet the league wrecked him. <laughs> to be fair, I just think the league wasn't ready for him. Oh, that, that, that's what you think? Mm-hmm. I they just think. weren't ready to accept they were just straight up the money man's out. <laughs> I'm gonna look up most disappointing NFL players of all time. Just so I don't have to make fun of the Browns the whole episode. Tom Brady, number one. Well, of course, because everyone thinks he's terrible, even though he does stuff no one else can do. No, oh, not twenty twenty of all time. I don't care about this year. I can do a whole list in this year alone without fucking looking it up. Oh, yeah, Ricky Williams on the Saints. You know who should be number one? Who? Because it's not talk, talking about, they're not, like, bad players, right? It's just disappointing. Yeah. Philip Rivers. Yep. He should have won at least a couple Super Bowls, and the dude couldn't At win. least one. At least you one. Need to... he, had a, he had a great chance to win one a bunch of times and couldn't do it. When you had LaDainian Thompson, one of the best running backs to play the game, just tear oh. shit up. Dude, some of these guys I've never even heard of. I'm not even going to name them unless I know them. Oh, Alex Smith. I'll throw him in there. Yeah. Mm. He could have done stuff. Yeah, but ever since he uh, came back the way he has. His injury comeback is amazing. But even before that, he, he could have done stuff. That San Fran team, they go from him to Colin Kaepernick and make the Super Bowl. I still think Smith was better than Kaepernick. He just threw everyone off because no one played Kaepernick before. That's the only reason why that team made it there. Now, I'm just curious. Was Alex Smith the one that... No. Did he have, like, cancer or something and came back from that, too? No, he just had the fucked up leg. Alright. No, cancer was, um... Chuck Pagano, the coach on the Colts. And Jay Cutler, I think. Did Cutler? I, didn't, I don't know. No, Jay Cutler had something. I thought it was one the other group. Oh, yeah. Hey, I agree with this one. Disappointment, Jamarcus Russell. He could have mm-hmm. been good if he actually fucking did his stuff and didn't be lazy about it. Oh, 25 most overrated players. Oh, here we go. Number one, Tom Brady calling it. Josh Norman. Yeah, he's overrated. Doug Flutie. 
eh, debatable. Depends on the situation. TJ Huchimanzada, he was overrated? I never fucking really heard them talk about him ever. Ocho Cinco ran the show over there. Mark Brunel, how is he overrated? No one talks about him. Oh, uh, yeah. Never heard of that guy, so I'm skipping him. Never heard of him. Or him. Or him. Or him. Larry Johnson, the running back on the Chiefs? He was awesome. What do you mean overrated? Uh, let's see. D'Angelo Hall, he ain't overrated either. No. I think D'Angelo was the overrated one, and Leon Hall was the good one, right? Uh, D'Angelo played on the, the the Washington football team. Uh, I think Leon was on the um, wasn't he a Falcon or a Bengal or something? He was one of those. No, teams. he was a Bengal. He was a Bengal. One of the halls was a Falcon at one point. Oh, D'Angelo was. Yeah, he was a Falcon. I thought he was good. No, he wasn't bad. But he wasn't overrated either. Mm. This one, I'll fight people over this one. Bo Jackson was not overrated. I think his overall career was where, like, the mixture they go from uh, the two sports thing. Right, am I thinking of the right person? Yeah, he did football and baseball. I think that part was the overrated part. Could be bad as a football player. He was not overrated. His stats prove it alone. I think if you took Prime Bo Jackson, dropped him on the Raiders now, that team would go 16-0. and No. Uh, relax on that one. No, I think so. No, There's not a single NFL player now that could go toe-to-toe with the old school ones because they're all pansies now. They're not the same. They're not built the same anymore. They may be bigger, but mentally they're not the same. Michael Vick overrated. I mean, he had that one awesome yeah. season, but no one no one preached him like he was a god. He had that one oh, season yes, where he did. was yes, untouchable. Like, people no, praised him like he was a god. Like, he should have, because he really should have been a lot better than he was. He was indeed a disappointment. Surprisingly, Brady was not even on that list. I mean, that is surprising because he's the most overrated player to ever step on the, on the field. All right. But do you not like that? Because he ain't overrated, dude. <laughs> <laughs> Ryan Leaf. Yeah, yeah, he was a bum. For all about him. What a piece of junk. <laughs> Look at these career stats here. 48% completion percentage. Barely got 4,000 passing yards. Only 14 total touchdowns. 36 interceptions. 50 quarterback rating. His overall record was 4-17. and 17. That's terrible. Mm. Yeah. You're supposed to be yeah, like a savior for the Chargers when you got drafted too, and he was fucking ass. 
Speaking of overrated, uh, what do you think the uh, Packers going to do with uh, Aaron Rodgers? Um, I mean, what is Aaron Rodgers going to do is the question. Is he actually going to stick to his guns and sit out? Oh, we'll see. Because if that's the case, then they have to trade him. I mean, yeah. Yeah, you, got, you have to. If he's just going to sit out and do that, then you have to. You have no choice. They're better off trading than cutting. They definitely shouldn't cut him. No, you have to get something out of him. Yeah, if you cut, you're going to screw yourself over. You always try to trade for something. At that point, I feel like they should just trade for anything if he's just got to sit out. Because what's the point? No matter what you get, it's going to be better than what him sitting on the bench doing nothing. Mm-hmm. Yeah, I'm trying to think about the over, overrated players, like, off the top of my head. I think Ezekiel Elliott's overrated now. Now or, like, always? Now. I wouldn't say always, because I'll give him... He was doing really good. That Dallas, that was the best part for that team, while Dak was, like, still kind of learning everything, that Zeke could carry the team for a bit if he had to. Now he's overrated. Mm-hmm. They think he can carry the team. He gets two yards and fumbles. It's like, he ain't fucking worth it anymore. He's he's junk now. He ain't the same. Yeah. The way they talk about him now, he's overrated. But when, like his first two, three seasons, I'll give him that. He was good. He was really good. Definitely one of the top backs. But he ain't anymore. Mm-hmm. And I think uh, even... Dak Prescott's starting to get a little overrated, I think. I don't think he's that good. Uh, I'm I'm interested to see how he does. I'd rather see how he does, but I'm not going to say he's as good as everyone acts like he is. He needs to prove it first. Yeah, definitely. Especially, like, see if he... It's either going to be him or uh, Burrow that will get comeback player of the year. I hope it's Burrow. I liked him, but the Bengals need to get a line for him, man. He has no old line to protect No, dude. Him. I, I, that team can actually be so good with him as quarterback. Oh, I know. That team could be easy playoff contenders if they give him protection. Because even with the with no protection, he wasn't doing half bad with no protection. Because I give him the benefit of no protection, and he's fucking throwing, you know, at the receiver's feet over his head. I get it. That's going to fucking happen. Mm-hmm. But it, it looked promising. Then he got injured. I'm like, oh, there it goes. <laughs> it needs uh, There's a few players, I think, too, that need to put up or shut up this season for sure. There's a lot of them. I think as a team as a whole, Dallas needs to because that whole area runs their mouth a lot. They need to do something or just shut up. Oh, yeah, for sure. Because that team has been overrated the past 20 years now. They've done absolutely nothing since, what, what, the 80s, maybe early 90s? After that, they've done nothing but lose and choke in big games. They are not America's team. They are awful. Yeah, they haven't been America's team in ages. I'll say 
and I know I'm a Pats fan, so I'm biased, but from 2000 to 2000, I'll say 19, New England was America's team. They were fucking winning all the time. I mean, everyone hated New England, so that's why no one would say they're America's team. That's fine, but I go by as just the team name itself. There's nothing more American than a Patriot. So, I mean, you kind of... Kind of just how it goes. <laughs> I mean, yeah. Not wrong on that one. So that's why I say it's New England. Not even as a Pats fan, just makes sense. What's more American than a Patriot? It, nothing. Maybe a bald eagle. Um... But there's not a bald eagle team, just an eagle team. Maybe a redneck's a little more American than a Patriot. Maybe. I'm just trying to, like, I'm not just trying to think. Like, What's more American than a Patriot? Maybe the Stars? Like, the, the Cowboys? I get that, but there's a star on the Pats logo, too. I'm talking about like the cowboy, like you know, the old school cowboy oh, kind of yeah. thing. Yeah. I don't know. I've always looked at it as we wear red, white, and blue, and we're called patriots. That's America. Mm-hmm. I mean that that right, right there. I don't even have to really like explain it. You just look at it, and that's what it is. But yeah, Dallas needs to put up or shut up. Cam Newton has to put up or shut up. Oh, 100% Cam Newton. He has to. He even says it himself, and I'll give him credit. He's even calling himself out on it. He needs to prove no. a point. He has no choice. I mean, he's not what he once was, so. No. Dallas, Cam, uh, what the fuck? I think Julio has to because of that trade, the, the trash trade. He needs to show that he was worth more, or if he does awful, it shows that that's what he was worth, practically nothing. So he has to prove it himself. This I year. mean, I don't agree with that just because it's not his fault. He didn't. I think he, I think he asked for a trade, but it wasn't like he was holding out if he did get traded. I think the Falcons were just you know trying to do what was right by him. They could have, but because he he was like. You want to talk about a very loyal player to a team that has is just not been good. He was like their Calvin Johnson, same, same thing. Awesome player on a crap team. Atlanta had what, probably three or four good runs with him. <laughs> I mean, if you count losing the first round of the playoffs as a good run, well, it's better than what else they've done their whole existence as a team. I say just one. They've had the Super Bowl appearance. I'm pretty sure they made a conference championship before the Super Bowl, I think. I think. And then I'll I'll count the one and done just because of the fact that they really never made the playoffs often. (laughs) I mean, you've seen Julio. Even in the Super Bowl game that they lost. Oh, dude, he was the star of that game. He was insane. Some of the catches that dude was making was just absolutely insane. Dude, like, my like my dad was like, no, he didn't catch that. I was like, dad, it's Julio Jones. He caught that fucking ball. As much as I hate to say it, I know he <laughs> caught it. <laughs> it's Julio Jones. If the ball 
was a poorly thrown ball or an impossible position play, he caught it. If he it's always, wide open right into his hands, you can probably count that as a drop. Yeah, it's that unexpected type of catches is what he always did, and I always expected it because I know I've known and seen it long enough. Mm-hmm. I think too, depending on how the whole Green Bay Packers thing goes, Rodgers needs to put up or shut up too, depending on how that whole situation plays out. Oh, for sure. If he, Especially... if he sits out the whole time, they trade him, and then he sucks ass on another team, they'll be like, see, this is why we did that. This is why we didn't care. But if he goes and dominates and does like a kind of a Brady thing, depending on where he goes, Super Bowl win, whatever, then I'll prove, like, mm-hmm. see, you should have fucking kept me and given me good shit, and we could have been good. But we'll just have to see what happens with that situation. I don't know how that's playing out, but... We'll see how it goes. Because I, I throw Rodgers sometimes in the overrated category once in a while, depending on topics. Uh, he's definitely, like, when, when the list of disappointing players comes out, he will be on that list. Yeah, because, what, he win one Super Bowl? One Super Bowl with the talent that was supposed to be, you know, one of the greatest quarterbacks ever played in the game because he does have the talent of an amazing quarterback. He does. He's got nothing around him. Well, right I now. I would say. Right now. He just has Devontae Adams now. Who is possibly the best receiver in the league. But that's it. Like, if you go back when he first started, he had talent up the ass. Oh, he had Donald Driver. Greg Jennings. Donald yeah, Jordy Nelson. Jennings. He even had fucking, uh, what's his face? The Saints tight end for a bit. What was it? Shockey? Jimmy no, Graham? Sure. Graham, yeah. Yeah, Graham. Dude, how can you not get anything going with those types of players in your career? How can you only get one win? How? How do you fucking manage that? This is why I say he's not in the greatest of all time because he had that talent. He couldn't do nothing. He said he, he's one of the greatest talents of all time. Right. Not greatest but, quarterbacks. No. He's never going to make that category for me. He never will. Shouldn't even be in that discussion. To me, in the modern era, greatest quarterbacks to play is Peyton Manning, Tom Brady, and I want to say Drew Brees. In the modern era. You know Drew Brees has only won one? He's only won one, but he has all the stats to show otherwise. Only reason why I'll throw him in there. All those all those yards he's thrown is insane for a guy. I mean, none of the quarterbacks have thrown that much. And I don't think Brees really had much either. Has he had much on his yeah. team? Uh, I, don't know, I don't know the Saints that well, so I really don't know. But if you want to do the whole, they won one thing, then take Breeze out. Peyton and Brady own the modern era of quarterbacks. You, 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 you know who's sad to say? Is don't you like dare in the modern say era, his brother. If, if, like if you're gonna like if you play the Super Bowl away, Eli has to be considered one of the best. Uh, uh-uh, I'm never saying that. <laughs> You're never going to get me to say that. Uh-uh. You'll have to pay me to say that. 
why? Is it wrong? It kind of is. <laughs> but he won two Super Bowls. He did. But he wasn't that great when he won them. But he won two Super Bowls. Didn't Pittsburgh win two as well? Um, let's see. Pittsburgh won. They beat Arizona. The, the Arizona and, one. And then they beat San Green Bay. Holmes. Or didn't Green Bay beat Pittsburgh? I think Pittsburgh only won one, right? I honestly don't remember. I honestly don't. I'll look up Super Bowl winners now. I'll tell you. I'll just look at the the modern era Super Bowls. Oh, I don't want Super Bowl one. That's not <laughs> that's not what I was looking for. Green Bay Packers. <laughs> All right. So starting two thousand. All right. So we got. Let's see. Where are they? Pittsburgh. Oh yeah, they beat Seattle too. In 06. That's the other one. Oh, the Hasselback Seattle? Yeah. The first time ever seeing Beast Mode Seattle, I think. No, that Beast Mode was, was that still later? on. Uh, yeah, yeah, that's way later. Beast Mode, I don't even know if he was in the league. If he was, he was on the Bills. I, I can't remember. I forget. But yeah, they won two. I won't put Ben Roethlisberger in that category for winning two. I mean, I didn't even put Ben Roethlisberger in that category for the modern era just because. Like, I see New England across the board winning, which we all know in the past. In the modern era, really, New England ran the damn show. Yeah. Whether you're a hater or not, you have to fucking admit it. They ran the damn show from 2001 to now. They were all the playoffs and Super Bowls. You can't can't argue with it. Uh, let's see. I still the same thing with Peyton Manning. You have to, even though he was a notorious choker, even if you're a hater, you still have to give him credit. Oh yeah, and he knew what he was doing with his fucking talent. He had awesome talent, and he made it to the big games with his talent. Eli is definitely one of the luckiest clutches quarterbacks. That's why he's not great. Luck doesn't make you great. You have to be good to be lucky. No, you gotta be lucky to be lucky. <laughs> that's kind of that's how the word works. <laughs> I don't I don't think he's that good at all. He's very lucky. You're just mad that he beat Pats. No, it's really not. I don't. I don't see how he's a great quarterback. I really don't. His win-loss is dead even. 116 wins, 116 losses. That's awful. (laughs) This list says he's... 
the all-time average QB is what is what is literally what this headline says. Eli Manning, the all-time average QB. I'll give him that because <laughs> I I agree with that. He was definitely average. Now is he the worst QB to win multiple Super Bowls? Worst QB to win multiple Super Bowls? Maybe because I don't know any others that won multiple Super Bowls. Honestly, off the top of my head. Uh, ben Roethlisberger. I think he's uh, Ben Ben Roethlisberger is better. Yeah, I think he's better. Um, I'm trying to look at years and try to see if I can figure out my head. Uh, we're still doing modern era. I don't really think there was others. There's an 01 Baltimore one. That quarterback didn't win with them again in 2013 or whatever. Uh, yeah. Joe Flacco. Oh, you won one. But definitely yeah, so one of the worst quarterbacks to win. Oh, yeah. One of the most fucking, one of the worst quarterbacks to win Super Bowl. Because he was never really great, ever. He was always average, was just, and then he was good in the playoffs. He can just throw a ball a mile. Yeah, that was it. That's all he had. But yeah, I'm looking for the modern era. The worst quarterback to win multiples, I'd say, is Eli Manning. Because Ben's better. Brady is not at the bottom of that list. Peyton's not. It's Eli, 100%. Worst quarterback to win multiple in the modern era. Poor Eli. We all know that Peyton for sure definitely ran that table in that family. <laughs> oh, yeah, because, I mean, did Archie do anything? Don't that was the father, so. right? Yeah, I don't think so. And they had one more brother. I don't even know if he was in the NFL. <laughs> they don't talk about him. <laughs> no, I think he's younger still. I don't think he's even in it yet. I'll tell you right now. I'll look it up. One of them is Nut. Cooper Manning's a show host. Arch Manning is Archie the class plays of... the Saints. No, I'm talking about Arch, which is another kid. Oh, really? Yep. Uh, Peyton's his uncle. It's Cooper Manning's uh, son. He is right now the number one ranked pro style quarterback in the class of twenty twenty three. Hmm. And from the pictures I see, Peyton Manning goes to the games, so I see why he's doing that good. He's le- he's learning from one of the greatest to play. Let's see if I can see his stats. They think he's either committing to uh, Clemson or... Oh, no, it just says Clemson. I thought it said something else. No, it just says Clemson so far is where they think he's going. That'd be interesting to see another Manning in the NFL. I hope Brady's still playing so we can have Brady versus Manning one more time. <laughs> if Brady's still playing and what it, what it would be like... It'd be like six years. 
<laughs> yeah. If he's still playing, that'd be absolutely insane. It'd be awesome. And I would tell Brady to quit at that point. I told I was saying for him to quit now. <laughs> Dude, you won seven. I love you, Brady, but stop. <laughs> They're already dead. The NFL is already dead. Stop. <laughs> you already proved everyone wrong. <laughs> You're good, bro. You can relax now. Jesus. So in his career so far, he's played only 20 games. 4,000 passing yards. Uh, let's see. Yards per game, 218. That ain't bad. 55 touchdowns, 14 interceptions. QB rating, 116. Never fumbled. Give him time. He will. All quarterbacks do. <laughs> <laughs> when you get hit from behind, you don't realize that you're going to fumble. Yeah, it's, it's going to happen. Rushing, oh, he's pretty quick. For 50 carries, he's got 360 yards. For a quarterback, that's a lot. For 20 games. That's a, yeah, but not just, for all, like modern day. No, it's not like <clears throat> No, but he's a white oh, guy. Oh, that good. <laughs> wow. Wow, Michael. Hey, come on. Do you have any stats that prove me wrong on that? Yeah, Taysom Hill. What? Oh, come on. He, he plays like tight end, wide receiver. Uh, he, he plays uh, every uh, position. Uh, uh, yep. Talking about strictly quarterback. Uh, Ryan Tannehill. No, nah, nah. What do you mean, nah? How many touchdowns does he have? Josh Allen's the most rushing touchdowns, I think, quarterback. is 27. Fine, there you go. <laughs> He's proved himself wrong. How? Because he scored touchdowns? And rushing yards. Dude has probably a stupid amount of rushing yards. I'm just going rushing stats for last year because it's being a pain in the ass doing each year. Uh, 421 for last year, 2020. Which the only person probably had more is Lamar Jackson. Or possibly uh, um, Mahomes. He runs a lot. But I don't think he gets a lot of yards, does he? Uh, he gets. He's like the one of those guys who get like the sneaky yards because he doesn't run a lot. I say he he runs like out of the pocket to keep the play alive. He doesn't run to run downfield really. Yeah, he, he's more of a like I can say Lamar Jackson a running quarterback. Mahomes is a mobile quarterback. Yeah, he's definitely a mobile quarterback because he uh, you know, he wants to throw before he runs, and he'll sit and run in circles all day. Fox's rushing stats, bro. Oh, here it is. A thousand rushing yards. Not really surprised there. 
A thousand career. Uh, let's see. Oh, that's passing. Can you stop giving me passing? I literally typed in rushing stats and I got passing stats. Come on. Get with it. There it is. Yeah, he had a thousand rushing yards last year. He's coming up on 3,000 rushing yards, and he'll get that this year. He only needs 94 rushing yards to get 3,000. He'll get that this year, no problem. He'll get that probably the first game. Jesus. I will say that he's really not a bad throwing quarterback. How much says he can't throw? He's not terrible at throwing. I mean, he you're talking fantastic. about the kid? No, I'm talking about Lamar now. No, Lamar. A lot of people um, say that he, he can't throw, but he throws better than a lot of quarterbacks that are out there right now. I'll I, I won't that. say he can't throw, but he can't throw with a precision that a NFL quarterback, quarterback should, should throw. Yeah, he's not accurate, but he can throw the ball. Everyone acts like he can't, but he can. <laughs> um, but, yeah, I... It's hard to really, like, judge certain things on Lamar. Because, I mean, the way that team is uh, like they're strictly on like a whole running thing with them which I get when you have it you might as well oh yeah I mean why wouldn't you that that is their like go to yeah so I don't blame them but I think if they really wanted to they could change a team to make it so like okay we're gonna do this now instead uh, because it could make our lives a little easier instead of you running in circles the whole time. Like they get, I think they could work on something, but I think they're just, this is the way they have it set up and it's working. They're just going to keep it that way. I mean, if it ain't broke, don't fix it. Mm-hmm. I mean, that's like how the Panthers did their thing with, uh, with Cam, remember? They did that whole yeah, but thing too, and it worked fine. I think Cam was better at throwing the ball until he got himself hurt. But. Oh, yeah. He was definitely better at throwing. But it was still the whole premise. If it ain't broke, don't fix it. I mean, they were doing the, the wildcat and the read option. It was working fucking just fine. I still think they have one of the most overrated seasons ever. They're 15-1. and one. Bullshit. That was the easiest schedule they could have had that year to get that record. Oh, yeah. Like, you look at the, the teams they played, you put any of the top-tier NFL teams there, it would have been a 16-0 and season. It would have been a 15-1. They lost the game they shouldn't have. Like, if you put New England that year there, they would have smoked every one of those teams. You put Denver oh, yeah. against no, those that, teams. That, that, that was like a... That was a fluke. That was a fluke season for sure. It was Denver versus Carolina in the Super Bowl? I knew Denver was going to win. 
That wasn't even like, a, oh, I wonder who's going to win. I was like, oh, Denver's got that by a mile. They're more experienced. They're not a bunch of kids. Yeah, I was just, I, you didn't expect them to win the way they did, though. I expected them to win that way. Honestly, I expected Denver to win like 45 to nothing. I mean, I that's thought, the way it kind of felt like. It is, but still. I, I thought it was going to be more exciting than the way it was. I thought it was going to kind of be like how Seattle beat Denver in that game. Mm-hmm. I was expecting it like that, like complete dominance. It was a dominant victory for sure, but I, I thought like Payne was going to throw like 500 yards on him is what I thought. Even though he was struggling that year throwing because his last year, which I felt bad. He didn't look awesome, but yeah, we all knew he was having issues, so I kind of expected him to not look fantastic, but... He's, I was still hoping he was just like 500 yards and four touchdowns on him. I would have enjoyed that. That would have been fun to watch. Oh, yeah. Except at least Peyton still got to, you know, right off into the sunset kind of thing. Yeah. Yeah, I know. I'm happy he won when he left. I was rooting for him. As much as, obviously, I'd prefer the Pats to win. I knew it was Peyton's last ride, so if he went on top, I wasn't going to be too mad about it. So that's why like you would like Brady just to call it quits already. Yeah. I'd rather Brady leave on top and leave and go like 8-8. Eight and eight. I'd, I'd be so upset. Alright, so they're 15-1 season. Hold on, well, I'm looking at the schedule now. They played Buffalo. At that time, 2015 Buffalo was still trying to fix themselves. And they won 25-24. to 24. Barely beat them. Miami in 2015, we all know that Miami. They sucked. Carolina won 31-30. to 30. That's terrible. The one loss they had was against us. Mm-hmm. All their other games were so damn close. I'm looking at the stats now. Well, the scores. The biggest one they had was Atlanta, 30 to nothing, which. That is a big loss. Hey, shut up. Actually, those those preseason games, they lost to Atlanta after that, 13 to 20. Let's see. Let's see how long we've been going for. Let's see. Brandon says, he, "Oh, we're at an hour and a half." All right. Yeah, I'm gonna tell him, <laughs> I'm gonna tell him not to join. Just wrap it yeah. up. You never got to tell your story. Oh, I'll tell it at the end of the podcast. I'll, I'll end it with it. I just want to finish this whole uh, Carolina Panthers thing. Yeah, because who else was on the Panthers during that run? Like Steve Smith was still on the team. Um. Hold on, I actually, the roster is on here. Let me scroll back up and I'll tell you. Was, so the, was the McCaffrey pro, there? I'll tell you the Pro Bowl was, and you'll get an idea who's on the team. They had Thomas Davis, Luke Keekley, Greg Olson, uh-huh. Jonathan Stewart, Mike Tolbert, uh, Josh Norman. Mike Tolbert that, was a Pro Bowler? Yeah, fullback. Oh, uh, He's one of the I best suppose, fullbacks. Yeah, I suppose they gave him the fullback look, though. 
Uh, back then, though, can you name any of fullbacks, really, from back then? Marcel Reese. Did he play in 2015? I thought he was gone by then. Oh, no. He was probably still the best fullback in the league. I know that. I'm saying for 2015. Was he still playing? Oh, yeah. Was he? I thought he was gone. I thought he left in, like, 2013. No, I think, I think he left, like, last year. Really? He played that fucking long? Mm-hmm. All right, well, Swords, you got to hear the, the story twice because uh, Brandon's got to join him when we wrap up. So uh, so what happened is, I don't know if this ever happens to you, but do you ever go somewhere, like, you're on a mission, like, all right, I got to get this and I got to get out of here, but then you have this one guy that just wants to talk to you or this one person that wants to talk to you? Mm-hmm. So I had that. I was at AutoZone. I was getting stuff to do an oil change on my car. Now I'm like, I have all this stuff in my hand, like, you know, what oil and the filter size, whatever. So I'm reading, I'm grabbing stuff. This guy's talking to me, like, yeah, you know, go to camp and all this stuff, getting stuff for oil change. I'm like, oh, yeah, what makes you think that? I'm in the oil section looking at oil filters. Yeah, I'm doing an oil change. Good job. And uh, he's, like, talking on and on and on about how him and the boys are going camping on Saturday. I'm like, I really don't care, dude. I'm trying to fucking get home and do this oil change. My car's fucking... You know, all apart from trying to do an oil change. And then he, he's like, uh, yeah, me and the boys are some Trulies. Got to go out and party. I said, oh, nice, Trulies. My wife drinks those. He stopped talking to me and left. <laughs> this, t- this dude, I'm like, he's probably like 45, maybe 50, and he's talking about drinking Trulies and partying. Dude, Really? Yeah, his, I his, mean his Ford T-shirt on, his Ford hat, all grease stains on his pants. Fucking has like an '80s fucking Ford pickup truck out there. I'm like, really, dude? And I'm like, you drink Trulies? I mean, I, don't get me wrong. I like a good seltzer every now and then, but ain't nothing to uh, brag about. Well, that's what I'm saying. That's why I couldn't believe it. I'm like, you really bragging about Trulies, bro? I'm like, if you told me like, you had, like, a bunch of Captain Morgan or something, yeah, whatever, brag about that, because that's something heavy, but you got to brag to me about drinking Trulies with the boys? I'm surprised you're not having a girls' night out. <laughs> what the fuck? Yeah, that was my story. I just couldn't believe it. Like, just me being an ass is something I'm usually not in public mm-hmm. when someone's talking to me. I try to be nice, but I was on a mission, so I just told him, yeah, my wife drinks those. He stopped talking to me and he left. <laughs> oh, Michael. <laughs> what? Come on. It's fucking 5 o'clock. I went to Advanced Auto Parts. They gave me the wrong filter and not even close to enough oil to do my oil change. So I left there pissed, went to AutoZone instead, and I got all the right stuff on my own. Fucking hate Advanced Auto Parts. Yeah. I don't know. I, I, I get my uh, all my stuff online from Ames Oil and get it for a good price. Good price, and then I just do the oil changes myself. Yeah, I only went because I never got the filter myself. I always dropped mine off because I had the dealership coverage for free oil changes for a while. So I, I just kept doing it that way until the free pot ran out which was mm-hmm. just recently, so I was like, all right, so I guess I'm buying stuff. So I, I asked them because I didn't know. I never did the change yet. I knew the oil. I just didn't know the filter size. They gave me one size too small on the filter, and I need like 2.5 liters or whatever the fuck it is right now. I can't remember off the top of my head. Whatever I need, one of the big jugs full of oil is what my car takes. Mm-hmm. 
And usually, um, a car well, will take like co- five four. quarts or something. Uh, depends. But the most of a vehicle usually takes is like, um, like just over five. Yeah, mine takes. Because I looked it probably, up on on. It probably like takes Chevy. like four. I looked on Chevy's website for it, and it said, five, "I'm pretty sure it said five because it was the whole jug that I bought was the exact amount I needed." I think it was five quarts or something. I, I can't remember now. Um, but yeah, fucking. I get there. The guy gives me two quarts of oil and one uh, size too small in the oil filter. I'm, in my head, the filter, I had no idea about. The oil, I knew the guy was an idiot, so I just fucking left. And I went to somewhere I knew where they knew what they're talking about. Mm-hmm. And the filter, I wouldn't know because I never took it off or anything. Yeah, that... that... You can just look that up for a filter size and whatnot, and that's easy enough. Well, I asked the guy at the fucking register when he typed it on the computer, and he got me the stuff. So he's a fucking moron because he wasn't mm-hmm. right. Like, I was going to look it up, but I'm like, I just got to work. I don't feel like doing any extra work. I just want to ask this guy, have him do the work for me so I can go home. But yeah, so that's my story. I had to deal with that stupid people at Advance Auto, and it idiot customer at AutoZone. That's what I had to deal with yesterday. Fun stuff. 